fucking easy street and you get kicked in the fucking face. In the next bubble screen over here, let's throw curls, curls, curls. They're, they're, what, what are the whys, right? What are the whys? There's our luck. The Tape Never Lies Network. Starts now. The Tape Never Lies Network. Yeah, you look at the tape. So uh, as a coach, your your resume is the tape. Loses the football. Strip sack and... Bears our lives. Bears our lives. We go all live right after Bears games. We just boys draft up in the smartest man alive. Bears our lives. Turn him a fist, you better block. Bears our lives. We go all live right after Bears games. With your boys draft talk and the smartest men alive. Ran up with a true analysis. You expect raw passion for the show. Bears fans get nothing left. Locked in with real emotion and passion for every play. Go fill every night. Post game show like nothing else you're gonna hear. Some can try to copy, but a bucket's not to see Delivering the truth of what just happened to be clear. That's why we're on TV so you can see it, not just here. Hey, yo, with Draft Doctor Phil, you know it's always hit sticks. True to fundamentals, never gimmicks and tricks. Guess we're moving Soldier Field up to Arlington Heights. Mill out out and bust while the mayor picks fights. As our life keeps growing, Shane's all-knowing. Delivering the truth on how the QB's throwing. Dimes on time, just lacking fundamental. Whatever the case, we get hot like sensor. Fiery discussion on what happened in the game. This ain't your daddy's postgame, so expect the fucking truth. Not for the average man, alone they can survive. But don't you worry. Bears our lives. Bears our lives. Bears our lives. Let him sit his ass there again. I don't think we're that much worse. The myth. The rant legend. Dr. Phil This is football, baby. Culture is the problem. Let's get it on. Little things. Bears our lives. Bears our lives. Bears our lives. That's what happens. That's what happens. Right after Bears. And let's get it on. Give me some fucking names. This is Bears Our Live. That's right. This is Bears Our Live. Yes, Bears. And the Bears couldn't win a game in high school, Phil. It's over. Over. What did Panic Rodgers, is real. What did Aaron Rodgers say a couple years ago? Let's relax. Recording Aaron Rodgers. What did he say? He said relax. I think he spelled I it understand. out. Yeah, R-E-L-A-X. I think he had to like, is there two A's in there? Is there issues? <laughs> yes. But I mean, we have people I've been reading the chat like 10 minutes before we go live. It's Everybody's talking in absolutes and what I saw today, I know. I know what I'm seeing in a preseason game. In a preseason game. Yes, there's lots of concerns there. I get it. Are the Bears where we want them to be? No. When we stay here, and I know it's hard to hear when you're a fan and when you're an analyst or, or whatever, and most people are overly negative when they talk about the Bears. It's a long ways to go. It's a 17-week season. 
the Bears, I think it's going to be all about incremental progress with these guys. We'll see what happens. They have, they're have they a more talented team this year than they were last year. They were close in some games. There's a lot of issues last year. We know about it. A lot of it's going to come down to straight health. We see guys falling down the wayside today, guys getting hurt. Noah Sewell you know, goes down, and that's going to be a guy that I was really looking forward to seeing you know, throughout the season, but um, it's there's no absolutes right now. The Bears were three and zero last year in the preseason, and guess how many games they won in the regular season? They won three games. So pump the brakes. There's lots to talk about, lots to get into, but what we see today doesn't mean that's what we're going to see tomorrow. Yeah, there's no rants during the preseason. Uh, here at BHL. That will kick off, obviously. Bears, Packers in two weeks. The Bears are going to make some cuts. And honestly, I think I'm with Shane 100%. I'm not, I'm not worried. There's things I'm disappointed in. Just I didn't real like, quick, Phil, before I didn't you like picking, taking Justin Fields out. Oh, of I didn't either. Drive. Even though he got it's hit. A I, pussy I, move. I didn't like it either, but Phil, my point is if if the Bears came out and went 3-0 and in this preseason and Justin Fields completed 74% of his passes and had six touchdowns and no interceptions. That people would say it's just preseason. Exactly, and and it's also true. It's not even my address, Shane, by the way. Ron G totally fucking it up. No, it probably is. I'm joking. Oh, Shane, Shane, Shane. They will find, I just think in this world of short takes and people who think they know football, you just want quick clips of highlights. And for me, I see the bigger process here. And if you're not a patron, please sign up, become one as we get into the season flow of analyzing these Chicago Bears. My eyeballs don't deceive me. I mean, the big topics, obviously, I I said I didn't like them pulling Justin Fields out. Totally agree. I didn't like it either. I know he got hit on that play, but okay. it was a screen play. We're playing football. The right guy, happen. exactly. And I think Mike Tomlin comes from the Atoshan School because he said exactly what the fuck I said. This We're busting week. your balls, Ronnie. We saw you pop up. We I love was just you. Kidding, Ron. <laughs> uh, I saw you in there, Ron. So I was like trying to figure out. Anyway, I just think you got a, a, a boxer's got a spar to get into the fight. Mike Tomlin said the same thing. I think it was Ryan Cox that shared that. Yeah. Comment. He said a, exactly what I boxer's said. Boxer's got a spar. Yeah, exactly. And that's where i come from and i'm glad justin was out there uh i have concerns about the rotation at backs i think khalil herbert is a change of pace third down you know plant and go type of guy another drop from him uh he gotta catch that ball he's it's it's frustrating with khalil I'll say that I could see Foreman and Rashawn Johnson. They just they, passed the I made a I made a comment earlier, Phil. They play in four wheel drive all the time. 
those two. That's a great, and that's where <laughs> Khalil yeah. Herbert his you you love his yards per carry. You love that, but as the that's why I thought going in like Kevin Fishbane talked about there being a clear separation that Herbert has clearly separated himself. I just don't think he's ever going to be based on everything that I've seen from him. I think he's a a, a good back. Is he a guy that's going to go in there he's as a lead dog? dog? I don't think no. he is. He is. And that doesn't the broadcast. That doesn't make are, him bad. People that are that are Herbert fans are going to oh, I'm going to. He says Herbert sucks. That's not what I'm saying. He's absolutely got I'm a role you. on this team. I'm it's with just, you 100%. I, as the lead dog, I, I'm i not there. Uh, I'm complete. Like, my eyes tell me the truth. Again, this is limited. You can manipulate things. Okay, it's just preseason. They're not going to show anything. You can do that all you want. I'm not doing that. I'm looking at who did I see. Like, for example, we could go down the list here. Racine Green, the kid Green, is a five-tech rotate. He's Izzy Adonage and a rotation second-string guy. There, and Travis Gibson before is you even get into Travis, times better than him. Let's address 100. that. They, yes. There's the report out there that he has requested a trade, and the Bears have granted him that. Now, Greg Gabriel brought up, and I think it's a great point, is that if the Bears were interested in trading him, he's not out on the football field. Exactly. Because if you're interested in getting any, and I'll be honest, what is the, at the very best, you get a conditional sixth round draft pick for Travis Gibson. At the absolute best. Thank you, bro. at, At that point, he's worth more to you just to keep on your roster. If he's disgruntled, then tough shit, Travis. Tough, exactly. exactly. Big deal. So, if you're interested in trading a guy, you're not. They're not out there trying to showcase him. I know Carmen Vitali, who's on with Adam Rank, put out a tweet oh. talking about the same type of thing, saying that the, this the Bears playing Tyson Bajan today proves that they don't want him on the team. They're showcasing showcasing him for other teams to pick him up. It 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 makes no sense. That probably I don't know Brad Biggs or her had the dumbest tweet that you shared for me. Yeah, Brad was. Well, they had they had a center that never got hurt. Talking yeah, about Musker, but Brad, they also have a pizza shop that never closes in Chicago. So what here's does that a mean? quick update from the locker room. Brad Biggs reporting Tevin Jenkins with a walking boot on his right foot and ankle as he leaves the Bears locker room. First time that he has been spotted post-practice since Indy. So one of the calves is healed pretty well. The other <laughs> two, he, who knows? The offensive line, I just watched that little highlight of Chris Simo coaching up, and I'm like, I, I don't want to be biased or anything. I just, they can never be healthy. They just have never under- what both administrations you just never get healthy and i'm completely against move you have white hair at center all off season put leave him at center and find guards he's okay, got a cast he's got a cast on his right hand yeah okay so 
So that's, snap that's, the ball. Yeah, that's just well, yeah. snap the ball. It's not real. I don't know the whole scenario here, but again, I don't know what his injury is. Lucas Patrick has a hand injury. Every center this side of the freaking equator can't make it to the Chicago Bears starting lineup. Ah, uh, the instant gratification society. Thank you, E9. That's what we're dealing with here. Oh, yeah. So, Absolutely. I, I'm frustrated. I, I want to see some consistency on the drive, but if you're only going to play a guy two series and you're going to pull him out on the goal line as he's going down to comp- that doesn't make sense either. So I have had huge question marks with Eberflus and this staff, the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator have no luxury in my book. I don't know. Shane, it's like clockwork, third and 14. Deep in cut coming, everybody. Deep in cut coming. And, and Phil, it's been an issue since 2004. It happens all the time. How about man up and challenge them a little bit, Alan? How about that? I, I said earlier, third and long, I actually get nervous. With the Bears defense, <laughs> you should have confidence. It's like third and 12, third and 15. You're like, fuck, here comes the deep end. Deep Boom, end. guy wide deep open. End. He wide falls open. down, gain of 18. But wide I, open. we've had this pop up a couple of times in the chat. Cam talking about Kramer looking solid. And, and what do we think of Doug Kramer's play? Well, Doug Kramer went out injured. And that was on the drive. I didn't see solid at all, to be honest. Again, I was watching the interior because Jatiri uh, Carter. A lot of people don't understand what they're seeing. Carter has not been good in my eyes. Um, physically, I had to, there's no question the kid's got some athletic ability. He can move, and he's an athlete. He's not a loaf. But I just don't see the pop and the understanding of football fundamentals where he is placing his hands on the screen where you get a big play. He blocks absolutely nobody. Um, Again, Carter's and Kramer was okay. I just don't see the point of his tag strength. I liked what I saw with Dieter. Uh, A couple snaps were a little high when Walker got in there. But again, Dieter's moving people. Again, this is what I continuously see. Is there politics here or performance? Where are they going to do it? But to your point, now Kramer follows the same. Lucas Patrick, white hair, Kramer. They're all getting hurt at center. So So another update from the Bears locker room from TTNL uh, friend Mark Grody. Uh, Bears center Doug Kramer just exited the Bears locker room with a cast on his right hand and wrist. So he's done too. Maybe we'll move him to right guard. <laughs> then we'll go. It's like, I can't make this up. I, I, I'm laughing because so I don't start crying, honestly. I'm so tired of the offensive line issues here in Chicago. It just, it's brutal. It's brutal. But, again, what else did I see? Uh, Dish, Dish Nuts, get him out. He's, He's got the... Uh, he can't do it. He wrecks arms. 
the kid yeah. Haskins, 73, gets in. I really like the movement of this kid and strength. But, again, Simo is not my – I, I have question marks about these coaches, Shane. That That's the biggest thing for me right now. What it, This is the dress rehearsal. What is the play going to look like come Green Bay? Are we going to see these kind of errors, open, empty sets on third and short? Fucking P.J. Walker, fourth and two on a slant. He's throwing a fucking Roger Clements fastball into the into dirt. The dirt. I'm yeah. like, you can't make, and then you know, people are gonna get on Bayesian for the interception. But as I told Shane, if you're running that under, you have to run under the defense to award your quarterback the target. It looked like Fountain tried to go behind, and it was just a miscommunication there. But everyone will forget the perfectly thrown dime ball that. Carlson drops in the end zone. The difference between winning and losing is yeah. catching and dropping the football. Does the story of Bayesian Carmen change when he throws that touchdown, a perfect strike? I mean, the Bayesian yeah. stuff for me is yeah, that cool. happened. My comment was only only the Bears. Does and you know, it's like if you <laughs> the see steam route too, Shane. You, I was like, you could, you oh, could come you could come out week one. Justin could hit DJ Moore on a 64 yard bomb for a touchdown and i'd put down a sizable sum of money that they would miss the extra point that's what that's what happens with the bears it's a big play followed up by something like that happening but as soon as as soon as he let that ball get out of his grasp phil i just i think i texted you or and i'm like only chicago and then it's the next play you were a little bit behind, and you're like, oh, my yeah. God. And I said, oh, just hold on. I said, but sit tight, bro. It gets, it gets worse. worse. <laughs> it gets worse. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, some of the broadcast today was putrid. They're calling Terrell Smith on the blocked punt for, like, three minutes. And I'm like, can you see it's Ford? I mean, yeah. well, like, I had I the, people- with me being in New York as a Bears fan. Uh, I had the Buffalo feed, so I had the Buffalo announcer. So all they would say is, uh, "There's a uh, injured Chicago Bear down at the 26." Let's talk about the seventh string, you know, inside linebacker in Buffalo. Yeah, and they wouldn't I provide any updates at all. The Bears broadcast was a little putrid. It was on the putrid level. Uh, but Beijing, uh, Byron, Beijing. I'm not. I'm not sure no. what you're talking about there, dude. I mean, you, this is the NFL. You that's you see that play in the CFL and in high school football all Bro, day long. Catch the how about catch the ball, Byron? Like, what world are we living in that you're gonna judge the ball is there? <laughs> Ryan Cox. Every person. Would have gotten the name wrong anyway. It's so true. <laughs> it's right there on the money. Catch the ball. He's diving for the football. He should have caught the football. Um, what don't I like about Simo's coaching? I don't see fundamentals being taught. If there's a three technique and you're running this K 
counterplay, then the center is going to have to cover block for it so the guard can – and it doesn't happen. It's like they solid block with the guard and the tackles try – I don't know what they're doing, man, I, honestly. And I don't like how he – I don't like his choice of personnel. Now, staying in the – like Gibson to me is a starting defensive end. He, to me, has won that job, and that's how it should be. He should be starting over Robinson. Uh, Dominique Robinson has too yeah, they're, many. They're going to start. They're going to start Walker. Or he'll Walker. be ready to go week one. Yeah, they're. they're it, I and Gakwe my, and Walker are going to be on the outside. Here's why I question Allen Williams too. In what world are you putting Dexter in at three technique? He, A, doesn't have a good get-off. B, he stands up too much. <laughs> and his best attribute is his point is for attack strength. That's what you want in your one inside. The three is clearly the kid from South Carolina who continues to impress. So, again, these guys can't figure their ass from their elbows out half the time. I don't, I don't get it. It's CMO. So, real quick, Phil. Peggy yeah. Kaczynski just tweeted uh, in the post-game coaches show, which I didn't really know anything about, that he's obviously got a coaches show before he comes to the post-game conference. Really? Um, this is a new thing? Yeah. With ESPN 1000, uh, head coach Matt Eberflus said there was a hard cap on Justin Fields' snap counts today, or snap count today. Was a hard cap set at thirteen. That is why he was removed. I do not. I your take your hard cap, coach, and smack some ketchup on your hot dog with it because it's so dumb. It's like you're in the yeah, middle I, of a drive. You well, want to build off success. They did the same don't thing. Take this kid out. Ryan so Cox dumb. shared a tweet. I think it was from Shapiro or Josh Rock. One of them. Okay. Dumbass. said when Bajant took him down the field and then they said uh Peterman's warming up and I'm like let this kid finish the fucking drive what are we doing here now I I I hey there was a hard hard cap whatever I I'm gonna side with you on this one I let Justin Fields the inner yes I understand that he got he got hit and if he went out and got folded up the next down then it's it's bad, but this is this is tackle football. Guys, guys are going to get hit. I totally and, agree. And listen, these are the things that I see. That listen, you're here, hopefully, smashing the like button for this network. My eye test today told me there's issues with coaching and player personnel issues continue. There's a third down coverage issue that seems to be here in Chicago forever. How about we take some chances and jump on these deep in cuts on third and longs? Let's play our safeties, not 20 yards off. Let's put them at 10 and challenge. Uh, I really like what I saw from the kid from Iowa, Ojamar. How do we say his name? Ojamudia. Ojamudia. I really thought he stepped up. I know Miller talked about him. Uh, but yeah, I thought he really stood up. I, I like our rookie 
corner, man. Stevenson, he continues to, he finally got an interception. I know kind of a questionable, I mean, if you're going to call that one on Stevenson, you should have called that first throw. Oh, the there right was, sideline yeah. Yeah, the one Moore. on the one that they called on Stevenson, I the wide receiver was a terrific yeah. actor on that. I mean, he sold exactly. it pretty good. He was even laughing about it on the sideline. But uh, Mark Grody just tweeted out, um, asked PJ Walker if he has been told by the Bears that he was competing for the second string with Tyson Bajet. His comment: "I can read the room." Good for him for keeping it a hundred, which will air this Wednesday night with Courtney Cronin of ESPN 1000. She'll jump on with us to talk about the roster cuts where they did have an interview with our guy, uh, Ryan Poles, during the broadcast. Yeah, I didn't get to see that because I, I had the local it was, one. It was not really much in-depth. He did speak on how much. See, I'm not a fan of... And we'll get into it on our live pop-up show this week. If you're a patron where we break down our 53 and the guys, I'll just give you a teaser right here. There's no way in my fucking soul of football that I'm giving away Lewis and Gibson. There's just zero, zero shot of that. What this guy decided Mitch, to do, put that bottle down. Jesus. I'm here, and I'm looking around at the room. Yeah, he was on a hard cap there. 13 plays was what we thought. Okay, good afternoon. Um, just in the locker room thanking the players, you know, for the you know the time and attention they put in the training camp. And uh, really wanted to just, you know, appreciate those guys for the hard work and dedication they put into it. You know, it's a, it's, you know, a good camp. It's a long camp. And the guys did a really nice job. And also I compliment them, those guys, in terms of the, you know, this game week, you know, the preparation for they put in um, for a mock game week uh, during that. And uh, we had a lot of volume of offense and defense uh, in there uh, for the uh, preparation part of it, you know, and obviously didn't show everything or do different things that we were going to do. But uh, the guys executed well uh, during the course of of the week. And we were certainly excited about that. Talk to them about the uh, the time coming up. You know, we got uh, tomorrow they have the time off, and then they got two more days. Uh, we're going to do some, uh, you know, light light uh, walkthroughs there, rest and recovery, get get their bodies back with the performance staff, you know, and then we'll have two really good practices to end uh, the week before they go on the break uh, for the weekend. So uh, I thought that was good. In terms of the game, you know, there's a, uh, some good performances in there today, uh, nice. certainly like Tyler Scott and his return game. I uh, really like that. Um, that was good to see. He made a nice, nice uh, tackle on the, uh, you know, as a gunner. Oh my god! It was also good to see. Um, and then it's like that. You know, Cairo going two for right. two again, fifty-one yards. That was excellent. And he was six for six during the, uh, you know, during the course of the preseason. So that was really good too. Um, yeah, overall, I thought we got a lot of good evaluation, you know, tape to look at, and uh, we'll see where it goes. I know we got some tough decisions to make. Uh, coming up in the next couple days, and we will sit down, watch the tape, and then we'll have a meeting tomorrow of the tape, uh, with Ryan and uh, myself and the coordinators to figure out where we're headed uh, in terms of the cut down and all that. But, uh, again, w- just appreciate w- everybody w- in that locker room. Dot. 
the tape never And the QR code right there. Yeah, that's a process all the way through. It's the next few days, you know, and that, that process goes through that. And, uh, you know, we'll sit down with all those guys when that happens. We like to sit and talk to them man to man and, and, uh, and tell them where, you know, what and why and what's going on. But, uh, we'll have a eye to eye conversation. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it happens when it happens, you know, so we'll, we'll see when it goes. Yeah, just play number, you know, so he was, he was finishing his play number there. Amy, um, converted that third down and Tyson are your comments uh, because pretty I easy totally agree. to figure out there. Wasn't excited that he got hit on that one, but you know, it was a screen pass. It wasn't supposed to be like that. He's, you know, drift a little bit more, but uh, he, he did fine. Yeah, just really about the competition. You know, you look at the reps, you know, with those, the, all the quarterbacks, you know, they all had some work with the twos, you know, and Tyson hadn't had that yet, you know, so we wanted to put him in there uh, with that second group and uh, he operated well. Was that the plan going into this during the week or was that more of a last minute decision? No, it was a plan. Yep, it was a plan for, we wanted it to be, you know, uh, to get a good look and get an evaluation had to be on equal playing field. So uh, we thought uh, the evaluation was good. Okay, and it's not close. Thank you. Um, I thought, he, I thought, you know, in terms of just overall, I don't know about the battle, but I know that he put his best foot forward. You know, he operated well, the offense he uh, was in there. and out of the huddle. Um, you know, a lot of times when you're working with, you know, different pieces of parts, sometimes you're getting up there to the line and it's seven seconds and, he was very mindful of the clock before, to get Shane? the snaps off. Um, like you know, typically with inexperience, you don't, you know, you have a couple of those delays. He didn't have those, but uh, overall, great operation. I thought he was accurate. You know, the decision making was good. Um, so overall, good. Are you, do you know who your number two quarterback is, or yeah. will there be something that you have to? You sure do, but I'm not going to tell you right now. That's from. what he needs to say. Yeah, we got to see where it is. I mean, we're going to sit down as a group and talk about it, and we'll we'll see where it is. You know, it's not this. No decisions have been made, so we're just going to sit down as a group, they watch know. the tape, and then that's talk about what the, what the best thing for the Bears is, and that's what we always do. What's best for the Bears? When you say it's best for, for the Bears, you just have to say Beijing. How is that's what's best. For and the what Bears. is your stance on if a player wants to go do that organizationally? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to really comment on that because I don't know much about that. I know that just came out. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I can just say this. Travis is an outstanding young man, and he works his tail off. And uh, he's he's been that great oh, since we've been here. And that's where, you know, he had some good plays out there today too. Coach, uh, the defense predicated on strong corner play. Um, were you – pretty much emphasizing the importance of playing physical with the receivers? Um, you know, we're always emphasizing being physical. You know, that's part of our principle, you know, the intensity so we, piece of it. And uh, we're always doing that with all positions. You know, we want to be able to showcase our physicality, you know, in all positions, you know, so then corner is no different. Is it Doug Kramer with the wrap on his hand? Is the injury serious? Yeah, we think he's going to be okay. We think he's going to be okay. We'll see where it goes. We'll we'll take a look at it here overnight because a lot of times some things happen overnight. But we'll see where it is. But it looks positive. What do you like about Tyreek today? Um, that he bounced back. You know, uh, he's going to have that. You know, as a young player, you know, just like all the young players we played last year. You know, as a young player, you're going to have a lot of learning experiences. You know, and technique. You know, and fundamentals. So he has to look at those. You know, the two the penalties that he did have. And then look at Let's it and see what's going from there and learn from those. With and then the ability to bounce know. back, have a nice interception, Looks like you know, and, and be able to, so to just, you know, 
just yeah, come back and play like the next play. And that's going to happen during the course of the year. It says that he has a lot of attributes like his coach, you know, uh, you know, timing and rhythm and all that. But no, he's uh, he's he's a competitor, you know, and he likes to do uh, he's got really good ball skills. You know, and I know that he's wanted to get that interception, you know, in the preseason. And, uh, you know, I knew he missed the first couple, uh, but uh, I'm glad he got that one. Shane Scott. Now we saw Noah. Do you know yet I don't know yet. He looks I don't know. Um, we'll see. Some. We'll see. He's I talked to him in there, and he's, he's, he's doing fine, but we'll see where it goes. He's got the Joker eye around. As Taylor Scott progressed to Jay on both kicks and punts, what did you see? Uh, just, just back there. Yeah, we've been impressed with him the whole time. You know, honestly, he's very smart. You know, learned the offense really fast. Uh, can play multiple positions. You know, now in the kicking game, you know, playing gunner, and he made that nice tackle, and then the kick return that he had uh, had a couple, I think, fair catches and punt return, I believe. Yes, yeah. Um, so he did a nice catches. job with that too. He said he would have preferred just not get popped on the last play there. You know, he, he took off and ran a couple times. One time instead of sliding, he, he went kind of got an ankle tackle. Yeah. When he was in the open field, are you holding your breath in the preseason game, number one? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's just me. I mean, that's he is, he's not thinking that. He's He plays fearless, and he's going to go out there and play his game, and, uh, you know, he can't play scared. Do you think he's ready for the season? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's in a good spot. We spent a lot of time and attention on yeah, what we needed to this offseason, and we're excited where we are. we got work to do. You know, we got a lot of work to do still. Um, you know, we got two practices coming up this week, and then we got three Even more. His eyebrows the game, so a lot of walkthroughs and everything to get prepared. But uh, we like where he is. Now, with some of the injuries at center, do you think that that's a position? Unless you have an idea, of Cody and Lucas are going to be ready for week one. Is that an area where you guys might be active on the white on the, the waiver cuts next week? Well, I think we're you know we're not going to rule gonna anything out. We're going to be active, you know, and looking at the best situation for the bears, you know, and that's, you know, we're, we're in a good spot there, you know, so we are going to be very open-minded uh, with that and uh, take what's, you know, the best for us. And we'll see what happens. With Tyreek and the penalties, that situation, he just needs to adjust to how they call those things at this level. Or is there something the answer else? That one, right. he's gotta it's probably both. Um, I want to look at it first before I comment on it, but uh, on his penalties, I, I'd we'll rather see. have we'll a corner that's up on it and uh, I that out get better from it. I too. I don't mind. Thank you. With the Hansy stuff, like I know Hansy's mom's got it going on, but I I like what I see from this. Yeah, young and that's, you know if they're a little bit Hansy, they. What do they say? You put boxing gloves on them in practice. Take those hands away from them. Where's our, where's the other one? It's right here. There it is. Thank you, Ron. But yeah, I'd rather have a, you know, <clears throat> oh, hold on a minute. I got to take this call, Phil. I'll be right back. With that being said, it's time where I take over the show and tell you the real truth. I did not. Listen, I can't get this out of my head. Gibson, there's undeniable evidence on tape from last year that he was surrounded by a bunch of cupcakes that are preventing. You think about the offensive line, and when you go to the other side of the ball on the defensive line, it's a group effort to get the pass rush going. If you have a shitty three technique 
or a shitty nose man, then the ability to get the pass rush going tends to be even harder because you, you're getting chipped or you're getting ISO blocked. This stuff happened too much, but Gibson was able to still sniff the quarterback. He was getting close. Those things shouldn't go unnoticed. I think it's a grave error. Plays have been running for a little bit now, but Travis Gibson, um, yeah, uh, much better than Lewis. Section from the uh, play fake by the linebackers, and um, they're trying to drop back into their zone. Green, uh, who's who's open in the middle, so. And Walker is a yeah, big question. It. I would like Walker. Yeah, you're probably inside. gonna see again sometime this year. But um, yeah, I mean, of course, it was a good catch and good right after the catch by him. And um, yeah, just good play overall. So how amazing is he after last catch? It seems like no matter how many people are around him, he always gets more yards. I mean, he's great. Um, you know, he's definitely one of the better guys I've seen. Um, so just his ability to, to even kind of go low like that, come up and then you know get uh, more yards is it's gonna be great for our offense, great for our team. In what way do you feel like you're ready for the season to start? And in what way you still want another two weeks to, to fine-tune something? Uh, I feel like I'm ready. You know, I think us as a whole team, uh, we're ready. Um, I think the biggest thing is is uh, just, of course, mentally preparing for Green Bay and, you know, seeing what they're doing. And, um, you know, I'm just glad today that, you know, I got a couple of deep shots on the field, although we didn't connect. But um, it was it was kind of good. Felt felt good just throwing the ball. The first one you know, downfield um, to DJ Moon, and you know we just talked about it. So oh yeah, feel good. DJ. But I think the only thing um, now is just you know game planning and just you know watching film on those guys. Justin, why did you come out when you came out? Um, uh, coach had a a play count for me, so that was just uh, the the end of my play they're, count. They're but trying to, to say in, trying uh, to finish the drive. Get but, the coach uh, against you know, the quarterback here. That's the head man right there. So. Got to listen to him, but yeah. It didn't have anything to do with that shot that he took on the previous snap. Oh, no. He just no, fucking told you. He just said he was on account. You don't did. agree with it. I'm sure Get Justin hated it. Uh, I mean, I'm very eager, but, you know, I do think it was – Good work for the uh, backup guys to get in there and you know get a little bit more playing time today. I don't but get um, it either, you know, praying for those guys to be back on the field soon. But um, you know they can't uh, perform their best if they're not you know at their best. So um, definitely, time. definitely hoping to have those guys back soon. What have you thought of Tyson? Yeah, I mean Tyson's been great. You know from day one, he's came in and worked hard. Um, humble guy, just hard worker. Um, and you know he's he's a. Uh, He's a he's a sponge, you know. He's he asked a lot of questions. Field's um, reaction to his touchdown the about the offense. So you know, he's been a, a, a great addition touchdown. to the room, and um, you know, I'm just excited to see you know what he does in the future. And of course, I'm been excited to see his success that he's had on the field. So um, it's just great to see because you know he's a he's a hard worker, and um, just if you get to know him more as a person, you'll you'll see that he's a very humble person. And, I don't um, think Justin Fields you know, a, sounded like a rookie a as a rookie, just, just, just just in general. So. Definitely yeah. have oh, Mitch did in year four. Yeah, I don't agree with that either. Uh, I mean, not really, because it's not the same team, uh, not the same plays we're going to be running, um, not the same, you know, defense. Pretty much saw a lot of man today. Um, I think Green Bay does too much man coverage, but um, yeah, so not really. Um, really just felt good to get back on the field again and, you know, just kind of. Uh, getting that game mode again, so yeah. Do you go about developing comfort with different centers? Uh, I mean, just just working with them. Uh, you know, the coaches do a great job of making sure that you know we get exchanges each and every practice with different centers in case there are injuries and stuff like that. So it's it's not too big of a difference, you know, 
Um, you know, all of it, all of them are similar in terms of, you know, how they snap the ball under center and stuff like that. So it's not, it's not too bad. It's been a couple of weeks since we talked to you over the last two weeks. Where do you think you guys offense made the biggest strides? And where you, where you We've made goals? zero strides because um, they're not happening. You know, uh, I didn't play last week. Question looking back over the last exactly. two weeks. What is he um, say? I don't know. I think the biggest thing. Um, we're not showing anything. Really just, you know, we're taking uh, every day, uh, day by day, and really just trying to be better than we were yesterday. So I couldn't tell you uh, what we've gotten better as a whole just because, you know, it's, it's been crazy two weeks. We're in Indy practicing there. So it's That's been a lot why, of That's why, as a coach, weeks, I would have kept him in there. Uh, I just know that we, we just try to be better than we were yesterday and just try to, you know, improve each and every day. Confidence. Um, just attack as well every as day, like the it's our last day. So, um, you know, as rant. long as we do that, um, I feel fine, and I, I don't want to have nobody worrying that, that about we'll be shit. Before we go, so. I want Green so Bay to know what I'm going on. What are your impressions of the defense, and what do you expect from them this season? Yeah, um, you know, I expect a lot of takeaways. You know, Coach Coach Flus pre uh, preaches that, and um, just a lot of you know three and outs, and a lot of uh, you know places for the offense to get put in a good field position. So, um, you know, it's always good when you have a good defense. That, that always helps the offense about just with, you know, field position and, you know, takeaways, just getting the ball in a good spot to where you never want to be backed up to be. Uh, and then, of course, never want to go, go totally up against the team agree, scoring you know, 30 to 40 points a game. That, that, that doesn't make you our job take easier. Them out so it's, there. Uh, you know, it's great to have <laughs> those guys on the, on the other side of the ball. Not. Great to practice. You no, know, I don't care about guys, caps so, anyway. Uh, definitely excited for all of them. To be back on the field and uh, show out, we let them. Think. They handled these preseason games differently, and their own team handled them different from week two to week three. Does doing well or doing poorly in a preseason game mean anything when it comes to what week one's going to look like? Um, everything you've seen, I think so. You won't I, mean, see. I think you know every time you step on the field, Except you want to third and fifteen uh, deep in. You will uh, see so. that. It's not like if you know I went out there through two picks, they would say, "Oh, that doesn't matter. It's, it's preseason." So um, I think every time you want to, every time you step on the field, you want to, you know, perform your best and um, try to there be the you best go. you can be. So um, you know, um, so that's that's really what I try to do is just every time I step on the field, you know, you try to treat it like it is a real game because it's it's not just a preseason game. I don't like just having the mindset, oh, it's a preseason game. Of course, you know that you have you do have to be smart in some sense to where you know are you going to take as many hits or not, or, you know, situationally and, and stuff like that. But in terms of performing well, I think oh, next one as a competitive uh, football player and you know, everybody better. on our team is next one will be uh, last one. You, you want to win and you want to do your best. Coming, I can feel it. Field, so. Here it comes. Maybe backing off of that a little bit, I know oh, when one it more. comes to regular season, when stuff matters, perception sometimes changes, but you do enter the regular season as top MVP candidate. Preseason, does that matter to you? Is that motivation for you going into season at all? Not really. Um, I'm just focused on what we have going into the building and, you know, from week to week. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that doesn't really matter to me because, you know, being that, having that talk, that doesn't help us win games. So, um, if yeah. it did, then, yeah, I would be excited about it. But at the end of the day, like, none of that talk matters. 85 is a non-factor um, here, Willie. No, I just have to go year out there two and be of the best a new regime. I can be for my team, so. There's nothing to do with 85. Yeah, just, you know, Luke said we were going to call that play the first third down we got. And, uh, you know, just man on man, he played over the top. It was good, good uh, play by the defender. Uh, he was a good, in a good spot. So, um, you know, sometimes the, the defense gets you. And 
probably could have put it a little bit more back shoulder for him to give him a better chance, but um, I'm just happy DJ uh, prevented the interception right there. So, you know, just just happened to be, you know, the DB was over top. And, you know, we bought a play that All was you know, taking a deep shot. So the guy was hanging on. Last one, Jay. Off by one. Make the playoffs is one. Make the playoffs and, um, you know, have a chance to you know, run for the Super Bowl. And um, number two would be uh, really just to be the best leader I can be for my team and uh, really elevate all of the guys around me to really just influence them and encourage them to take a step that, you know, they've never seen themselves take into and really just, I don't know, just try to be that leader for, you know, all of, you know, my teammates and my coaches and just really show them how much I love the game, how much, you know, I put into the game. And um, three would just be to, I don't know, win, win, win and um, win and have fun and, you know, just enjoy uh, this year because, Again, like I always say, you you never know when your last day of football is going to be playing. So I really just enjoy it to the fullest. And, um, yeah, just just have fun. So that was your three. Appreciate you, guys. All right. Appreciate you, too, Justin Fields. QB1. I agree with – I forget who said that. Cole Richardson. Rickleman. That's why I said – what I said, I'm a big believer in playing in the scrimmages and getting yourself prepared to play. I've never, ever agreed with sitting 50 guys out, watching them with their T-shirts or jerseys on the side. That shit, just I just don't get along. I don't get down with that. If it's one series that they're preparing all week to play that one series like a pro. And I think that gets your mind ready and your performance ready for when the lights do go on. We've been around this fucking team for a long time, seeing the week one excuses, the week six excuses. I don't have any excuses. Justin shouldn't have any. Floos has none. It's a rebuild. Be patient. I know that you could win, and it's win every down. It's executing and being in the right place and doing the things and playing the right people that should be like, there's no, nobody could tell me that Khalil Herbert's your RB one, not one person. You don't fucking drop a ball. You don't miss three blocks. You're he's a change of pace, slashing speedy running back that gives you a different look. He's exactly what he was. And is this kid Foreman and Rashawn Johnson run with pad level and power that are going to help a quarterback move the chains An offense that doesn't. Well, it's going to be better. For, it's going to be better for Herbert. You have the exactly. two battering rams in there. Exactly. And then you bring in the guy that can clean up. That was averaging five yards a clip. Exactly. Some agent. If you want to listen to him a little bit. Sure. What was your reaction to being the number two? Um, it was fun. Kind of just like last week, just another opportunity to showcase my talent, show I belong. Um, so it was it was exciting, especially being at home. He is an athlete, man. 
There's no questioning the arm. There's no questioning the accuracy. Zero. Um, zero. Yeah, I issue feel, I feel as if I've in being QB too. Proved that Not I belong in the, that I belong in the league. Um, but I think more than anything, just uh, you know, all the hope and motivation so I'm providing for like you know my siblings and if they, you know the people If they back keep home, PJ as number three, um, I'm not going to really complain. What I kind of sit back. I have no problem with them rostering three quarterbacks. Whole, it's fine. Right. Um, the whole camp and preseason <laughs> and how just everything is has fallen into place. You got, the, you got the seam route to the tight end. Uh, you thought you had it, so you kind of jump up and down. And then next play is a pick. That's the coaching point on and letting that, the first play go with clubs. Yeah, I think kind of, especially as a quarterback, uh, you kind of have no choice but to just play the next play if, uh, you know, prior play was really good or really bad. Um, and then being able to come back and um, – Definitely, I'm working. I was working the right side, working the correct side based on you know what the defense I'll was providing. Coach, just kind of got to keep it low. Keep Not only does he belong on the roster, and he belongs out, as the um, number two. Because I think people see getting the ready flat to play, you know, breaking open just because the this slam got ran special. into by the flat defender. He has something that's uncoachable. He's got an it cloud. It's a part here from Grody. Um, I just think that it hits home. Uh, the fact that I'm, you know, playing for the Chicago Bears really is just what it kind of boils down to, whether that's, you know, second, third or fourth string, first string. Um, you know, it doesn't really matter to me. I'm just kind of here to show up every day and put my best foot forward. How do you read that on the interception where, where Derice does hit the corner? Is he your first read and then – Obviously, similar, as you mentioned. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so we had a slant-flat concept um, so on. There it is. He's field. supposed to go under the defense. Um, so, really, flat. you're kind of expecting that flat defender to attach to Bounce. the flat route immediately, and then exactly. you've got a really big window for the slant. Um, flat defender got a little bit uh, too much depth. Him and the slant route ran into each other, which then caused for the uh, receiver to People not even better. be there. He um, just told him. Right. Late. So you forgive yourself on that, just knowing that it was kind of you yeah. Know, like I forgive myself. Really control there with the bump. I no, I just think I got to kind of just do a good job of uh, seeing the field. I mean, I think it's kind of, I think in a sense, it's good to get the first one uh, kind of out of the way because, you know, those things happen in football. But, you know, just going forward, um, kind of right now, you know, despite all the success that, you know, has been had and, and all the good plays, uh, kind of what I'm thinking about right now is just how I should have progressed out on that play. On a slant flat concept, it's going to get picked. You can't, you have to run Yeah, I, uh, I was just uh, talking to, so Coach McCook, my head coach in Shepherd, I'm one of my best friends is his son Mike McCook, and I was just texting, texting him, uh, saying, you know, it's a shame Coach didn't run me more in college. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I think just like being able to utilize my legs, especially when you get situations where you know uh, they're in man coverage, so they're focused on running with the receivers, and a lot of times the middle of the field can open up for you. So just being able to um, extend plays when uh, when receivers aren't you know necessarily wide open. This is your QB um, too. Just I really hate just to break it to football. these haters. What was that moment like for you when you find the end? This is how you develop a quarterback. It was it was loud. Um, it was fun. Tom Brady was a QB um, and really two. home or away. Just being able to get in the end zone, whether you know, throwing Rogers. the ball or running the ball, is pretty electrifying and QB kind of that addicting feeling. And one of the reasons why you, you know there, I'm so addicted to like football that. is you know little moments like that. Your expectations the next forty eight hours or so. You kind of kind of wait for the uncertainty. Any question? If this My expectations. expectations um, you're just lost. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, you know, whatever happens, you know, I believe in I believe in a higher a power that's higher than myself. Um, 
So I know that whichever way the coin lands, um, you know, everything will be okay and just got to keep taking it one day at a time. (laughs) Yes, the UDFA. If you follow TT, yeah, uh, I feel like I notice that people notice it. Um, yeah, Mike, more it, so than, than I notice it because for me, I think I'm just game. playing football and Once I've just been playing here, football, you know, ever since I was yeah. a little kid. But About I think that people, um, OTAs, I can't sense that people everything. are surprised that Nobody maybe said today um, that, um, that I've been able to have any too. success you said it coming last from where I came from. It's way more than just one preseason game. game. Early in the morning. Oh, I mean, that's not up for me to decide. I just try to do my best every day. You know, that's up for, um, you know, that's up for the coaches and, and GMs and, and everybody to decide. But, um, I mean, like I said, you know, I don't have any regrets. I feel like I uh, put my best foot forward no every day. No regrets. Um, you know, I worked really hard at this. So, um, but that'll be up to them whether that was enough or not. Enough for me, man. You have my support in being the backup. Yeah, my agents help me out a lot with that. I try not to. Um, I didn't talk to any of the players about go, it just because I know it's it up probably on, the screen on their mind for you just so as much keep as keep on repeating the same you know, thing. Okay, fucking mind. famous now. Um, but you know, I have my agent. You know, fill me in on just like what the process is like, what the week looks Lily, like. Um, don't be so Carmen. Vi- whatever. He said you, know you don't you put a guy out there for two and a half quarters. I know how the load is. I'll type the same thing eighty-seven fucking times. You don't put a guy. Yeah, there's been a, yeah, there's been a lot of that, but I mean, even more so than that, like the, the most least surprised people I think in this whole thing are my family and friends, just because. Um, Good. Cause just because you, know. uh, you know they, I've been able to be around them and they kind of know who I am and what I've been able to accomplish. Like even those at a um, a lower level, but um, I, you know, it's just a funny thing where you know Jay, through camp I, or maybe through preseason you make a play and instead of just man. people, you know, maybe instead of just saying good job, they're like. <laughs> Dang, you know, good job, like really good job. And I'm just yeah. kind of like, thanks. But you can just kind of notice that uh, um, even when that yeah, there's been a lot of more develop questions. Brady? It's like, hey, man, where's your school from? <laughs> he was just, you know, you know, no. just little things like that. So yeah, I think that it's exciting for people. He just was better than Bledsoe. Yeah. Thank you. It's not even a true story, bro. See how we can rewrite this. Who is that? Oh, my God. You can't rewrite history, guys. These are the things that truly happen. No, they, he was in our, honestly, he was in our chat 20 years ago or 23 years ago when he was drafted. I remember. He put oh, yeah. that. This kid doesn't need to be developed at 199. He's just better. He's just better than Bledsoe. Yeah. Take, take in him the in chat. the sixth. Take him in the sixth. We can get him at one. Better than Bledsoe. Don't worry about it. Everything will be fine. But, yeah, that's your QB, two, and that's your GM and your coaching and your scouts finding talent, a uh, position where the Bears have lacked in the effort, in our opinion, on this network to draft young developmental talent at the quarterback position. It's hilarious. The three guys that we really loved to draft were obviously Bayesian, and Shane, hopefully I can. Can you get address this one, Phil? Because my head's going to explode, but I'll just let you take it. Hold on. Bayesian isn't a Brady talent. 
Brady had a massive. No, he did not. Wrong. <laughs> Bajan has nothing exceptional about his arm. He's thrown slant. Wrong. And 0 for 2 in one sentence. So when the play call calls for a slant, you mean he shouldn't throw deep? Is that how that works? If you, I mean, you can do that on Madden. You, you can your, do that on Madden, right? If you throw your arm strength yeah. on a slant and throw a fade, it's going to be incomplete. Anybody that says that Brady came out in the draft with a massive arm is either a liar or doesn't they know what they're talking know. about and trying to prove a point. Yeah, that's not true, Mike. You might be a Mike's probably a great guy. I oh no, I'm just saying it's just, it's but simply this not is, true. This when none people of people say that you true. can't. When people say that you can't improve your arm strength, that that's you also really a myth. Can. He did big and time. Tom Brady did it by using a band workouts where he's using weight on a rubber band and these bands to use his arm in a certain motion, like throwing to. Gain arm strength. And like you're not getting it, bro. I, I don't know what to tell you. Go watch How, the Moss season. What? Yeah. His eighth season in the NFL? You're eight, bro. <laughs> or ten, whatever Jesus it was. Christ. We just he said improved. you can improve this arm kid's strength. A rookie, he did bro. not come into the league with oh a massive my God. arm. Mike. Part of the reason that he fell down and it to 199, man. You just like I said, I know you have the benefit of hindsight and looking back and just saying, oh fuck, I'm belichick in my own brain because i have all the knowledge up here even though it was 23 years ago it's not the way that it works he did not have a massive arm coming out his arm strength built up over time by year eight when he got randy moss clearly build him up buttercup baby don't you let him down no we we won't let him down i'm gonna try to play this clip before the draft or before or during the draft and I want you to see if you were watching, you would have seen our coverage of the draft. And this clip is credited to our guy Bullets. Bullets shared this Boy, clip of Shane, your boy is still there. From Live coverage of the Tyson draft. Tyson Badgett from Shepard. Well, he's my, I'm, when we get into it, Bears are picking 258. I would end my draft with Allie Gay, and I would 100% pull the trigger. I know a lot of people don't agree with taking a quarterback here because it's very rare. That, but listen, if you don't swing the bat, you never get to find out if they make it. So, yeah, Tyson Badgett, I think he's got traits that, that are absolutely draftable traits and see what you got. I mean, the hell is this you're guy concerned about him replacing Nathan Peterman? Who gives a shit? Get a young kid in Love here. You. I mean, look at the Philadelphia Eagles just Nine spent two hundred and fifty plus million doing? on a quarterback, and they just they drafted your guy at quarterback, Phil. They went up and got Tanner McKee. There you go. So there's Shane Comp taking his shot live in our draft coverage. I wanted Tanner McKee, Stetson Bennett, DTR, or Bayesian. And you see that you got this kid undrafted. And listen, if there's something I'm coming away from this game with, I, I loved what I saw from our rookie defensive tackle Pickens. I love what I saw from Bayesian. I love what I see from Gibson and Lewis. I like those guys. I loved 
Ojolari. Uh, how do you say his name? Ojolari. BJ. Ojolari. The, the corner from Iowa. Oh, it, yep. Uh, Jesus Christ. Blank. Iowa on. corners. I'm a big yep. fan. The white boy. Uh, Jim Miller brought him up. Moss playing for the Oh, Broncos. yeah. Riley. Riley Moss. Yeah. Yeah. But I liked what I see from the corner. Number 26. Good football. Obviously, Stevenson. And. And the Bears, yeah. the Bears claimed him last is like December of last year. What do you mean? He's a, a third rounder out of Penn State, so they they see something there, you know, with him. I How mean, about the, the kid Thomas at safety, number thirty-eight? AJ, yeah, AJ Thomas. He he, has, he made he, some nice tackles out there. He yeah, made some open field, nowhere to go but make the play tackles. He was there, so you got to like that. Um. You liked what you see in Jalen Johnson. He made a great football play. Ojemudia. Thank you. Ojemudia. So there's things that I, I liked what I saw from Travis Bell. Um, I really did. I like what I see from the kid. Uh, yeah, Travis Bell right had back. a couple not so great reps for his resume when I focused in on him. Yeah, the one time, but yeah, it's you'll see it when you watch it back. But like I said, that's you're not going to be. He's, believe it or not, he'll he'll improve in the NFL too. Maybe even his arm strength. I like the the tackle number seventy four Collins. I know we found out he's thirty years old, but hey, yeah, I could, I was shocked. As a swing tackle, you got to like what you see in him uh, out there. Uh, that kid. Showed me some stuff, and uh, the kid Haskins from USC undrafted. I was watching him purposely to see what he, and I really like what I. I mean, D should never have been out there. This yeah, guy's, he's, he's. I know they've kept him on the practice squad, but he's just. What did you call him? The T Rex arms. T Rex, yeah, he's. I believe he may have the shortest arms. They've really ever the recorded. Tackle. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I'll have to look that up. Skaronsky and him also has be. a also has a weak arm. Deesh does. Yeah. He's just it's not, not massive. Great. I liked what I saw from my guy, J Rock, Dieter Island. I was focused, very focused, obviously, on the center position. And I thought he did a great job. Um and Roshan Johnson continues to impress. Both the hands of Deonta Foreman and Johnson are there. Um, yeah, they're going to really be they're going to be active much. in the they're going to be active in the right. waiver wire, especially. And I mean, the Reisner is still out there, but like I said, at this point, for him to still be available, you you have to wonder if there's not something else beyond ability involved there with him unless somebody is just waiting to sign him after week one and then that unguarantees his deal it just it moves it from being guaranteed for the season with him being a vet to only guaranteeing it week to week on a per game basis right I all, and that's I'm something really... that p- people need to, to understand that going into this when the bears cut down to their final 53 it's it going be... to change the next day and then yeah. it's going to change the next day after that and it's going to change again 
Now, why after week they, one? They put I had this question for you. They put um our guy Dante Pettis on IR. Yep. Why aren't they putting Tevin Jenkins on? Can't IR? do it. You can't do it. What? Dante Pettis is done for the year now. Unless they come to an injury injury settlement with him and release him. If Wait, you put Tevin you on bring someone back in season, so Tevin has to make the final 53. So that's what's uh, going to cost you a roster that's spot. What happens. You have to cut down to 53. He has to be on it. Once he's on the final 53, then you move him to IR. He's going to miss what is it, the first six weeks or so it has whatever. to be in season mm-hmm. that you could do this IR yep. return. Dante Pettis is now gone. Done. He's done, done. Done. So this can, Bill Robbins can, point makes even more because I felt like, yeah, Tyler Scott did look good. Uh, returning kicks and punts, man. For a he, rookie, he stays outside. He's gone. He's he, he would have been gone. All he there. had was all he had was the uh kicker. He he should have just pressed like he was going inside. Go bounce mm-hmm. out. You're gone. He has all of that speed. But yeah, but, but yeah, you had so he's got to make the final fifty three, and then you can make your move from there. And you're gonna see vets brought in. So let After me ask you this one. question. Mm-hmm. Final 53, do they have a – because you're now two weeks away from the season, right? So they've got to they cut down to Tuesday. They can make the moves right now if they want to. So that's what I'm saying. Can they – no, like they keep Jenkins on. Is there a time limit to set your starting 53 or your 53 for the season yes, this it's, week? It's Tuesday. Tuesday so, like 4 p.m. Your your final cuts have to be in. No, no, I get that. So now you get your 53. Mm-hmm. When can I put Tevin on IR? It has to be after the Packers game. No, no, no. It could be the next day. It could be on Wednesday. Then. Once you submit your final 53, they can put him. They can move him to IR, and then brings the problem is it's costing you a roster spot on your initial 53. For one day. So. So, but then that person has to go through the waiver process and you can't, you can't claim the player that you just released. You know, it doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. So let's just say your final five spots on your roster. No, that's why it's, it's important that everybody go listen to the Hogan Johns show when they talk to the former director of player personnel, Josh Lucas for the bears. They sat down with him for like 90 minutes and it was actually fascinating. And he's like, everybody gets so involved thinking that every single spot on the 53 is absolutely worth its weight in gold. And he goes and everybody in the NFL is just, they kind of realize that it's, it's your top 46. And then the back end of your guys are pretty much on a rotating basis and they're not going to make or break your team moving forward but he made interesting points about Bajent before this game he said if it's your fourth or fifth string linebacker or your sixth or seventh wide receiver like we brought up braverman yeah because we were we were fans here and you're worried about him when everybody's saying oh white wide receiver that made some plays he's going to new england to play with a quarterback that's got no arm strength but he (laughs) sorry mike um <laughs> Mike's got another duty yeah. coming up. I got he you. said it's it's Mike very different when it comes 
to a quarterback. It's 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 very different, especially with the new rules. But he did the, he did add this caveat. He's like seeing what I have seen of Tyson Bagent so far. If I'm on another team, not Chicago, I'm not pounding the table saying we have to claim this kid because I haven't seen enough. But if I'm Chicago, I don't even take the chance because these guys just with traits that you believe in, they don't come along very often. So it's right. He really gave you both both sides of the stick. But Tevin is going to cost you a roster spot and you're going to have to waive somebody that you're going to be willing to lose. Right. For 24 hours where he he, he, it doesn't even matter if you you bring him. They may not want to come back. That's the way that right, it works. Right, right, right. That's what I needed to know. Here's a doozy. I like what I saw from Bajan today. He's clearly yeah. either quoting me or you or anybody. Mike, but, everybody give Mike a big wave. He's had his fun. <laughs> See you, Mike. Mike. Mike's gone? I, was, I like Mike. Mike's gone. Uh, he's, oh. he's well, fine. Mike, I got to say this. If Sorry, you Mike. can't see the talent and the performance there, the fact that he moved the chains, drove you down, hit the tight end beautifully in the scene for a touchdown, then I, the QBR, and that's why this network's called The Tape Never Lies, not The Stats Never Lie, because the stats always fucking lie. I've had people tell me stats that make Mitch Trubisky look like an all-time great for two yeah games <laughs> you can manipulate numbers any which way you want so mike just sent me a video message well in case you don't know my name my mama name me rufus i'm a third generation player my mama name me rufus daddy and granddaddy got the same name my mama name me rufus Who? and I <laughs> job, mike. my boy rufus <laughs> mike is now going to be called rufus a lot of people talking about my guy from UConn, the big fullback Burns. You got to like what you see in Burns, but I think You're they're going to stash the Burns on the practice squad here. But I like what I see in Burns. I just think, uh, you know, Blazing Game has already gotten a roster spot here. But. This football team, obviously, is not going to be defined by this preseason game. They're going to be defined by Green Bay versus Chicago week one game. America's game, Shane. That's yep. a 425 kick here on the East Coast. So 325 for you guys, you real fans that live in Chicago. God forbid anybody outside is a fan. You can't be, apparently. No. That's probably the dumbest tweet of the week. Yeah. Well, I, I already starred Carmen Vitale's for oh, that. But. She's uh, she's definitely on the top, too. Yeah. But I like how Burns is playing. I like, listen, the things I didn't like, I still see Dexter standing up too high. I still see Alan Williams Soft-ass zone. Is it going to change come Green Bay? That 
creates anxiety for me. Like, yeah, I just gotta do I, some different. I'm things. never going to like the third and thirteen, and your guys are playing nine yards off. Yeah, I'm no twenty nine yards off the safety. Yeah. Sick. Oh, I'm. I was talking about that. the the safety. Yes, yeah, so I'm talking about the corner. Oh, the corner is also nine corner. yards off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there could be a trade. Uh, for Chris Jones, I mean, then I just I I would that's listen. Game record interior. I that's just an don't interior game record. It'll be interesting to see nose. what they yeah. let's put them. They do yeah. Let's put them at nose. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm, Twenty-nine uh, years old, and the, the, I mean, it's gonna cost. It's gonna cost you one of your first rounders. That's the. That's oh, definitely, and then you have to give up yours and bet that Carolina is gonna be. One overall. and then you're giving them, you're giving him the richest, a defensive interior lineman contract in NFL Wait, history. Listen, on on top of it, an animal, unblockable. If he wants yeah. to be unblockable, those kind of players you pay, and you don't. Worry oh yeah, about, yeah. You know? No, I I I get it. I just but I'm, I'm with you. I'm skeptical that they're I. If they, I'm skeptical that they're gonna flip. A, I'm very skeptical they're gonna flip one of those. If they do make the trade, mm -hmm. that means they're all in on QB one. Right, I, I agree with you. Done. I was say, you'd have Done. to be, totally and you just hope that Tyson Bajan's arm strength improves moving forward. Oh wait, <laughs> he's not here anymore. Am I bad? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Knowledge untamed. Please, I'm putting this comment up because this is the excuse and the story every year. I can't, I'm not gonna tell you right now that I know anything of what the Bears plan is going to be. But if it looks anything like it does today, and we've Amen. been there and seen that it does sometimes, I can remember year 100. We scored three points. We lost seven to three because all of a sudden, haha, -ha, Clinton Dix had to come out. And now all of a sudden, Dion Bush is out there and Jimmy Graham is getting wide open down the field on a day where the defense just stifled Rodgers and they had one drive. I'm, I'm old enough to remember that game. So the Bears offense, you know, I'm sorry, I'm going to say this. You have. What I said, me and Coach Tomlin come from the same Atoshim school. Believe a boxer has to go out there and spar, get ready. I hope. How many plays did Justin total in the preseason? Uh, he played three 20. in the first game, so 20 plays. I think he got seven snaps in the first game, correct? Maybe. Wasn't it seven snap? I think it I'm wasn't sorry, seven three snaps. completions. So yeah, seven snaps. Yeah, seven snaps and then thirteen today. So hopefully we see. The well, you know, you just think a little. You, you think a little things, Phil. I, I was thinking about this today, heading into preseason games before we played game number one. If I told you, did we see it? Did we see one deep ball to Not Tyler one. Scott? Not one. And that was the something tells me you're going to see that very early week one versus Green Bay. That's what we're going to be breaking down and bringing you up to that. We're going to break down the roster. 
Again, the tapeneverlies.com. Become a patron. Be looking at some of the tape. And obviously, once the season starts, that's where we delve really into the story where there's nowhere to hide and there's no excuses. You can have a lot of frauds out there breaking down tape or what they think they see on surface level analysis. But you come to the OGs for the real truths on this football field and the passion that I'm going to bring and Shane's going to bring and Eric Kramer and Zorich. Real quick, Phil, here's the the updated version. Grody went a little bit short on his quote directly from PJ Walker. And here's the extended version that he put up. Ryan Cox just shared with me. Uh, Grody says, I asked PJ Walker if the team has been up front with him about competing for QB two. Yeah, absolutely. I ain't no fool. I can read the room. I know what it is. At the end of the day, it's a business. And if you ain't performing, you ain't going to be able to play. And that's what it should be. And I respect PJ Walker for his brutal fucking honesty there. That's that's fantastic. It, he, no bullshit. And that's that's what I, I like to hear from guys. That means he's owning it. And that's that's important and critical to me. If I'm assessing these players and if I'm a GM and I'm if I'm in that position, I don't want to hear PJ Walker come out and say that he's playing well when everybody right. can fucking see that he's not playing well. So my respect level for PJ just went up a little bit there. That means that he he realizes it too. Listen, I agree, I don't I, know. I agree with Mo real quick. Sorry to take that down, but I, I, I'm keeping three quarterbacks on the 53-man roster. Yes, 100%, because everybody's saying the vet and the influence on Justin. To me, yes, that can be a part of it in the classroom. It's not just for him. It's also for who should be your QB2 and Tyson Bajan. P.J. Walker, I think they've made their bed with Nathan Peterman by not playing him. I think that everybody knows that. So I'm assuming that the three, if they keep three, are settled. But it's a, it, Bajant plays into that. P.J. Walker's been around, been in different leagues. I think he can be a huge benefit to Bajant behind the scenes. I just will continue to say the truth and will continue to not bash but continue to speak the truth about fraudulent manipulation of analysis. Yeah. And that's Real what quick, we do let me, here. Let me address yeah. this with Mandy. Mandy, I have a couple of kids and I always tell my kids, you should refrain from any type of comment about anything. If you're not well-informed internet's a big place. And if you think that we go out of our way to speak to people, just on a whim when out with things are not warranted that means that you're wrong so i would just say that before you want to come in here on a perch and think that you want to talk down to us about some flaws that you think that we may have sometimes things are warranted and you're just ignorant to the situation that's fine go become more informed there you go there you go that's just said my truth i was saying the same kind of thing there's no truth but the truth that's nowhere to hide it's like i will never pull back my word it's not like we're sitting here clipping things to create a narrative we don't do that here drop the mic shane thank you shane 
become a patron. TheTapeNeverLies.com. More about what Shane's talking about during the season. You'll even see some more of this stuff. But that's trolls are going to troll, as Tony says. All I ask is that you. Oh, don't I'm not run calling wild. Mandy a troll. Mandy's been around. She's no. a supporter I of us. I'm not calling Mandy a troll, but if I know you, it doesn't matter if I know you, if you're a patron or whatever, if you make a comment that I wholeheartedly disagree with when you're misinformed about what you think you know, I'll make a comment on it live on air. That's the difference between what Phil and I do here and other entities do. We'll address it right here. Thank you, Sergio. The best post-game show on the Chicago Bears on the planet <clears throat> went a hell of a lot longer than we ever even thought we'd go on this last preseason scrimmage, whatever it is. Um, I think you have a situation here where if I was – how about this, Shane? We'll end the show like this. If I was to define this preseason – as a word or a sentence, I would be, my adjective for it would be concerned because I don't know who this team is based on what I've seen in preseason as a whole. I have no idea what to expect come Green Bay versus Chicago. I have zero, zero. And I don't know who their players are at the end. If I see green starting at right end, it's like having Richard Dent I starting just, Corey Wooten. I and don't know I what they see there. That is one of my biggest issues that I have with this preseason yep. is the regime green I've heard people say that he's dominating in practice. Well, that's okay. Well, show me something, right. you know, when the lights come on, something. <laughs> yes, Judge. Are you, are you feeling good? I'll come out there. But in a real minute. quick, Phil. Yes. There you go. Breaking news. The tape never lies. Network breaking news. Yes, Phil. TTNL Network is finally back up on Apple Podcasts for everybody. There you go. And when you go over there, please go over, type in TTNL Network and select TTNL Network with the navy blue logo. The navy not blue with the white one. one. We're in the process of removing the one with the white logo, but please go the navy to Apple blue. Podcasts if that's the delivery service that you use and subscribe to the one TTNL Network with the navy blue logo. And if you use Apple Podcasts, all of our pod versions of the show will update there daily as new shows come out. I want to address my guy, James Daniel. I don't know if it's, no, it's no S there. It's not the Steelers offensive guard that I miss with the Bears. I, I did have some concerns with QB1's throws. The one 
low, not really. The Mooney throw in the end zone, he's got to put it out there to the corner cone under through that shot. And Mooney could get a call there, an interference, or a better opportunity. So that's what I'm saying. I don't have much to go on this preseason to what Justin's going to be week one there. There still are concerns for me with QB1, as there are going to be concerns with a bunch of people uh, with their starting quarterbacks. Justin's got to go out there. There's no excuses. There's nothing for me to to give. This is preseason. I need to see it. And you heard Justin, to his credit, say it's about going out there, not the vanilla plays. It's delivering and playing your best. And and that's all we can hope. That's why I'm right with Shane with Green. Um, I, I believe Walker is a better three technique. I have not seen him stand out on the edge. We saw what Iberflus did with Muhammad last year, who's probably one of the worst end edge players. Well, when it I comes think. to setting the edge, yeah, yeah just yeah, I. So I I'm, think one time all season, like one, know, literally once. one time. Uh, so I have some concerns with this team going forward. There's really good pieces there. I don't think you subject Travis Gibson or Lewis to the way you can't. Pass rushers don't grow on trees. So no. you got Ngakwe, and you got two more guys that can get to the passer really pretty well. If I there's like a place that you if there's a place that you want to go heavy, that's where it is. Exactly. You want to keep throwing totally fastballs. Agree. So those you want to know how you stop those deep ends? Get after the get fucking after the quarterback. quarterback. <laughs> Make them throw it a little bit earlier. That'll yeah, help exactly. a deep end every time. But those things I'm concerned with. I you know, we broke down Walker and uh, yeah. Muhammad on our on our patron side. X is with the O's, in fact, me and my father. And we all thought, including Shane, that he was showcased better at inside as a three technique when he was asked just to attack the line of scrimmage, penetrate and get through. I'm sorry. That's what I thought this defense was about. That's what how I would coach it up. So uh, Pickens and Walker show more to me than Jones. Well, Jones is pretty good. Jones is like a blue-collar worker going to where you're not going to – he's not going to blow up. I thought Jones would be more disruptive than he's been, but let's see what he does with some better pass rush around him. But the three technique is a concern with me because – and I want to say this before the season – Dexter is not a three tech. They continue to put him there, but he's not a back, flat back, destroy the line of scrimmage. He stands up we, at we, every rep, every rep. We I talked think. about that on draft day because I believe it was Courtney Cronin that, and she's Thank being you. proven right at this point because she said that he would be the three tech and that Pickens would. It's, be playing, yeah, be playing the one, but I would tend to agree with you. Just looking at them, I would love to see this causes me like anxiety with Alan Williams and the D line coach, just like Chris Morgan and Getsy. These guys have no pass for me, the coach as well. I don't have a great 
vibe about head coach Fluce going into the week one. I will say this. They got to win. Oh, yeah. They can't lose, bro. No, agree. Yeah, you can't start off 0-1 with the amount, with everything that's on the line for this season and with what has unfolded in Green Bay with the, with the change of quarterback. You can't get off with a stumble versus Green Bay at home with Jordan Love and, you know, leading them. And you got it. If you put pressure on him, Carter's talking about it a little bit today. You you put pressure on Jordan Love. He's a different quarterback. You can't let him sit back there and have all day and just say, oh, we're going to win with our front four. We're going to sit it. back in zone. We're going to you know, fucking blitz, run blitz. Third down blitz, challenge them, give them different looks, do everything in your power to win one game at a time. One game at a time. I don't, I don't, I don't have a good vibe about Allen Williams at all, at all. And listen, we'll be talking about it. And it should be, if you're going to that game, it should be, as James is saying, like a playoff fucking atmosphere. It's you, you fans have, have to be the twelfth man beyond anything we've Phil, it's ever not seen. Just the fans, I, I think Eberflus and the coaching staff have to coach that way, leading up to this game. I agree. I agree with you, bro. Set, you have to set the tone. Listen, you think that it's negative in here now? You go out and lose to Green Bay Week One. This chat is going to be more toxic than it is after a week three loss in preseason. Just buckle up. I'm not like you, Otis. I'll never be that. As a coach, I'm a fucking maniac. I don't want to lose. I don't have a auxiliary fucking backpack on my back when I'm coaching or talking about football with a parachute. It's only one game. It's the motherfucking tone yeah. setter against Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers. Under Rogers. the circumstances, it's way more than just one game. Way bigger than that. It is, especially with a young way team, bigger with a rebuilding that. team. You go uh, out there, the first one the you Packers. punch him in the you punch him in the fucking face, and it can be a tone setter. Just listen, 2019. You come out. We talked. We went back. We talked about it a couple weeks ago, Phil, with that first play out of the T formation. When Tariq fumbled the ball, he gets yeah. that clean and goes. He houses He's it gone. on the first the play in a season that you think you're going to the Super Bowl. Everything can change. You have to come out in a playoff atmosphere, coaches, players, fans included, and get going. Listen, this network will be different than other people. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You can't lose that game. And you, totally you don't. Agree. You have to do everything in your power to let it be known that you're not going to lose it. You can't be. It's only one game. Yeah. At the end of the season, we could tell the story of what Shane's talking about. Because I know from experience and many of you that might not even be active in the chat and you're just listening, you've coached or played and you know that one play, that one player that came up, put his motherfucking face into the ball, popped it out, and you're playing against a team that's 20 times better than you, but you got a turnover, you picked it up and scored. The whole energy of confidence in your team changed. 
So don't tell me it's one game because it ain't. It's about a whole new culture and a whole new coaching staff. It's very relevant that these guys are the same fucking organization that kowtowed to Aaron Rodgers and didn't have a comeback to him saying, I own you. You think that happens on Dicka's watch? Hell fucking no. And that's what made the Bears great. And you can't take the podium. You can't take the podium as a player and say, well, yeah, he kind of does. You know, I I agree. (laughs) Exactly, bro. You need a change and you got to do it starting out that week. Whether you like fields. Again, man, if you want to hit me up, man, if you want to hit me up at Wazram on Twitter, I'll talk to you about it because you are so ridiculously misinformed you're making yourself look foolish at this point and that's fine because you're misinformed you think you know and i know you put in there that you don't sugarcoat shit because you're clearly a badass that's fine that's fine i still respect you but don't come into the chat when you're misinformed you have access to talk to phil and i you can reach out to us that's fine you're coming into the chat with a vendetta on a fucking high horse to try to prove a point that you're completely fucking misinformed on that's fine and if you get pissed off about my reaction to it it's because this what we do here matters to me we don't go out of our way to do things or to say things to other people if it is not warranted one more time you are misinformed don't sugarcoat your bullshit like you said in the comment but i'm still gonna fucking call it out your bullshit because what you're doing right now is bordering on complete fucking nonsense. Hit me up at Wazram Twitter if you want to talk. You don't have to come into the chat room on a fucking high horse trying to prove a point where you can run back to other people and say, I stuck up for you guys. See, I didn't take any bullshit. I don't sugarcoat anything. Fuck that. Mitch Trubisky's misinformed too. 100% Jane. 100%. Exactly, Mandy. I know I'm I'm off because I called you out, and that's where that starts. You put in the chat that you don't sugarcoat anything because that's what you want to you want to put across. Hit me up on Twitter. We'll talk about it. Like adults, <laughs> it's fine. Fired up. No, it does because it pisses me off because Mandy's misinformed, and she's trying to get other people, and so she can go say, oh, see what I did because I'm, I'm – I did this. I I went and defended you guys. It's fine. It's fucked up, but I'm going to call it out when I call it out. It's the way that we work here. We'll talk to anybody on here about it. Anybody. There you go. We keep it 100. That's what we do. We do a show. Keep it 100 on Wednesday nights. And the reality of the truth after every Bears game. Yes, the rant will be back right after Green Bay versus Chicago. Yep, I can call you out when you're in my chat room on my show, Mandy. Over and over saying, telling me what we need to do and how we need to run our show. Again, you're misinformed, and it's fine. If you want to be educated on the situation, you have the ability to Shane has given you an opportunity to talk to him personally. Take that. It's fine. I'm just saying. sometimes, Sometimes people don't like... They want to just stay in the chat and do the stuff. But when I see misinformed nonsense, I'm going to call it out. That's that's fine. (laughs) Well, take advantage. Here's my advice. Take advantage of the opportunity to talk. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about 
I'm not talking about the person that you're talking in you there. I'm talking, talk, yeah. I'm talking in general terms. You're you're naming a person, and that's that person wasn't even on my mind. Who I'm just talking in general terms. You're, right. you're saying that we're calling out creators for implying that we're doing it for no reason at all, but we're good at. I'm done. I'm done talking about it. So hit me up, and we we can we can chat. We'll do a special show, Shane, and we'll point out why. Why? Listen, we've never. I'll just say this: we've never hidden from the truth of the fact that other people, whether they be the media, have narratives. We've made songs about blog boys creating narratives. We've showcased on tape why uh, best ability is availability. Is it true? We've always. Uh, we were the first ones to tell you Matt Nagy was a shoe salesman, the walrus. We go down all of this stuff. And because we say it without any hesitation from the heart and the passion of a football mind, then you're going to get labeled a certain way when people don't like the truth. So the truth is, if you're going to say a dumb tweet, he's going to call you out. And if you go out there stealing other people's stuff, or manipulating analysis in a way, or cutting and making sound bites that say something that never was said, and all of this stuff, then you're going to get called out by this network. And it's that simple. We've had Dan Weederer on the show confronting this kind of stuff. Has David Hall come on? No. Try to get him on. Speed bump Charlie. That's right. All of that stuff. This is where the truth is going to come. Who, who was calling? Me and Olin Kruitz are on the same show disagreeing about Sam Mustafer, for God's sake. We don't hide the truth. Curls, curls, curls is the fourth phase. All of this stuff is, is here. I created the term blog boy, and I see it used everywhere. Am I going, let me get the naming rights for this. <laughs> no. All of that stuff will be on this network. and. If you have a problem, you can reach out. And I still stand by my Tupac thoughts. Vito. And I will release my top 20 hip-hop MCs coming up in, right before Green Bay versus Chicago. It'll be the truth. You come in here. you've Exactly, Tom. You get discussions. We open up. There's vulnerability. There's reality. And there's passion. And that's where you go. We're going to bring you the fan on to talk about your passion and your pride. But I, listen, I don't know about Justin Fields. He's got to tell me game one. Yeah, because there's not enough his, to go on. I don't know his, about. This is his ahead. year to do it. It's his year to do it, Phil. I mean, he's got, our, if he doesn't go out and become an MVP candidate this year. Are they going to move off of him? No, I don't think so. But if he shows incremental progress, that's what it is. It's listen, I don't think the bears are, and people don't like to hear this. They're not going, they're not going from three wins to, to Super Bowl contenders. And that's what we all want. That's our end game, but we want to see progress. And it's hard to see that all the time with the way that preseason is is set up and it, you're not going to see it in 20 fucking snaps from qb1 
with an offensive line in front of him that's in flux. It just is what it is. We have yet to see. I mean, I, I saw somebody calling out Tremaine Edmonds today when he over-pursued on the. It's his first fucking time he's been out there in forever. You know what I mean? We haven't. It's seen, okay. He did yeah. over-pursue. You're right. Oh, no, no, no. He did. He, can't he did. say he's not good because yeah, he's going to over But that's, that's what that's, we fall into. Exactly. And on this network, listen. I didn't just wake up one day and say, I'm going to go after Charles Leno. I watched hours and hours of, and at some point it just overwhelms. And it's the same thing here. Todd Collins, Mike Glennon, Rex Grossman, Jay Cutler, Caleb Haney. So all of this stuff is going to be analyzed. Justin Fields is an open book. Those people saying he sucks. And where you have no fucking clue because as a guy that's an analyst, a coach, a player, and someone that I hope that you respect, and that's why there's 700 of you watching this show, I will tell you, I have no idea who Justin Fields is this season until Green Bay. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, the story is not even going to be written there. Either. Oh, it isn't. But, but I'm, yeah. this season, you're all gonna, the improvement, all the stories, you're gonna all have, the training, you're gonna have a, interviews, all you're gonna of have that. a pretty good idea by you know weeks eight, nine, and ten of. Oh yeah, the trajectory. I'll know who this, this coach is, is by week three. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you if Eberflus is the real head coach or not by week three. That's my truth. I'll know because I'll know what personnel you're using. I'll know the performance. I'll know if it's politics. But listen, there was a lot of passion today for a fourth, pre third preseason. Oh, yeah. And just li listen, and I don't yeah. want people to get it. Listen, I 100% respect Mandy, and she's been a supporter of us. And that's, I don't want people calling her out in the chat or anything like that. I, I want her to still support us, and I want her to be in the chat rooms. That's not what it's about. I'm just, Saying under the situation, I TTNL gets painted a certain way because we will talk about things that people do not want to talk about, and we will call things out that people don't want called out. We've done it on here, like Phil said to Dan Weeder. We talked about it. Dan Weeder on our airwaves asked why people look at him a certain way, and I said, Well, Dan, it's because you're so overtly negative and you talk down to the fans, and I think sometimes beat reporters especially some of the old school guys that have went to college you know journalism majors and came up through the ranks that way look at things like phil and i do and all these other podcast version greg braggs all of these people they look at it and we're essentially all doing the same thing and they just took a much longer pathway to get here and I think that there's some disrespect involved in that. Like, if you look at the Bears beat reporters, I always laugh. They want to pretend like they don't give a shit, but they get very agitated. Listen to him talk, talk about Tyson Bajan. We know a guy that covers the Bears that doesn't want to say his true feelings on Tyson Bajan because he's worried about what people are going to think. You're never going to get that here, ever. Listen, Muhammad says it right there. <clears throat> TTI. Of course, I'm a human being. I honestly care about so many people. I've had so many people with ho horrible 
lives and stories sharing with me. And I want to help every single one of them with my heart of hearts. I got a lot going on in my life too. People don't realize me and Shane don't do this for a living. We don't have a billion dollar company backing us, supporting us. We have ourselves doing all of it. And we have some great surrounding people and producers like Ivan, Ron G, Caden uh, uh, Whitlow, and obviously Chris Jackal is always doing shit. <laughs> but this is what we do here. And we want the interaction of your passion. TTNL is never going to be for the person who just wants surface level bullshit. If you want the truth and you want the passion and you want the analysis that goes along with it, I just ask that you understand that it's going to come with a personality. And my, me and Shane fucking argue. We never set up an argument. We argue because we're passionate. I break Greg Braggs is one of my friends. I bust his balls all the time. But he he had to get to know that it's coming from a good place. So you can like whoever you like, do whatever you want, but we aren't going to change. And I certainly ain't catering or being I've we've I will say this, we as in me and Shane have turned down big opportunities to work with known companies if we change our act. And I said, we ain't changing our act because it ain't an act. Or for you English professors, it isn't an act. So as Otis says, I'm not going to change, nor will Shane. And I'm excited for my first rant because I don't know where it's going to be. I hope it's with a tear of happiness and joy that the Bears have done what I think they will be able to and should be able to do is be at home. I and gave my shit out of the pocket. We talked pack. about it, Joe, in the beginning of the show. Just hit, hit rewind. We talk about it. We talked about her. And both of us feel he's not, should not he's be not RB1. RB1. He's a change of pace back. Um, That's where we analyze his best to get his best ability would to bring him in situationally and use him as the the rested back for a change of pace because i'm not even looking at him as a third down guy like oh bring him in on third down like we did with you know robert green back in the day or whoever this you know he is the change of pace guy love what i see from Roshan Johnson, man. I mean, I don't know how you can't. Yeah, like I told you, him and Deontay Foreman, they're they're hey. in four-wheel drive all the time. And I that's, love it. That's fine. You talk about getting into November, December, and hopefully a lot more in January. That's exactly what you need at Soldier Field. Yeah, Roshan is is a player, and I'm I'm a big fan of Dante Foreman. One thing that I think we do need, I know we got to wrap up here, Phil. We're going to go about an hour was (laughs) if you want to, they asked Justin Fields what they have improved on over the last few weeks. I'll tell you right now, one thing that they've improved on is we have a semblance of a screen game. Oh, that's true. That's a good one. The the one other thing I want to say 
that bothered me today. If you're making a big deal about the new logo representation, then put it in the middle of the motherfucking field. Just, just put the bear head well, listen, at the fifty yard line. Listen, like, can listen. you figure this out, George? Yes, but listen, listen. This is where you have to have your business hat on, and you have to think ahead a little bit. Nothing has been settled with Arlington Heights yet. Okay, so that means that the city of Chicago is still technically in play with no matter what happens. Chicago does this for a reason. You leave the city of Chicago, your primary logo is going to be a bear in the middle of your field. While you're still playing in the city of Chicago, guess what your logo is going to be in the middle of your field in the middle of the city of Chicago? It's going to be a C. There's politics involved there. One fucking hundred percent. But listen, let me it's, ask you this. If you've made this a point, wouldn't you want it on opening day to be the representation? Or no, you're waiting for it, the new stadium? Is that what you're saying? No, no. They're still negotiating with the city of Chicago. If they remove the C, what's the fucking C stand for? Well, it's Chicago on the helmet. It's the, I, I, I see I, what I, you're saying. I understand. I, yeah, I it's just... It it it's not a huge deal, Phil. But there there this is the way that games get played but through the media. But they'll still be called the behind, Chicago Bears. They're still going to be the Chicago Bears, even if but they're, they're in. This is listen. There's it's all about sending Peoria for God's li sake, little fucking that is. messages. I'm telling you, I almost guarantee it when if they open up a brand new stadium in Arlington Heights. The mm -hmm. fucking logo in the middle of the field is going to be a big orange and navy blue bear. There's there you go. I I see what you're saying there. You think I'm aggressive, Debo? With that, you should see how aggressive I am when people spell my name wrong when they're complaining about me. Oh man, you're There's fucked. a Y in Shane. <laughs> He's tight end a Y. Anyway, <laughs> don't ask the Ys anymore. Ask the guys here at TTNL, the Tape Never Lies Network. Sign up, become a patron. We'll be back this Wednesday night on Keeping It 100. We'll also be back doing some shows. We may be guys. back Tuesday night, depending Tuesday on night. what unfolds as a pop-up show with the cutdowns. Yes. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what unfolds. I'll be rushing home Tuesday night after well, practice. We don't, need, we don't need you on the fucking show, bro. <laughs> Man, I just texted Mandy. She's gonna come on the show and host a bring Mandy on. Bring Mandy on. <laughs> She's got an open invite. And again, Mandy, I love you. I probably went too aggressive, and I'm a total fucking monster. I know, but I'm kidding. I love you, and I clip it. I cherish your support, and I'm being honest. I'm being honest. That's what we do here. Well, we'll be honest this Wednesday night on keeping it 100 as well. Keep your things. If you're a patron, keep it locked on the update, the bell or whatever. So you get a notification because we might be popping up tomorrow. If there's a big trade that I'm hearing might go down. So keep it locked in TTNL, the tape never lies network. Uh, simple, the tape never lies.com. All the directions how to sign up are there. In the analysis of the Chicago bears. We'll be back with Courtney Cronin Wednesday night, breaking down those same roster cuts. And if there's any other 
moves the Bears have made. We'll be back then, and then keep it locked in as we start hitting our stride with the NFL season and the Chicago Bears. Go Bears! Bears lose today in their last preseason game, and we saw some things we liked. We saw some things we didn't like, and that is called being a Chicago Bears fan. We'll see you next time here on Bears Hour Live. We're going to be on a break for one week and then back right after week one. See you later. For Shane Marsaw, the smartest man, I'm your boy DDP on Bears Hour Live. Thank you for watching Bears Hour Live. The best post-Bears game show on the planet. On the tape, Never Lies Network.